Hi, welcome to Globes, the travel podcast for all ages. Now, it might seem weird that I am doing an episode on transportation, but a confession. I am a massive and unrepentant transportation geek. That is why I am doing a whole episode on transportation right out the gate. Even if it seems weird, just bear with it. We'll have a great time. Now, there's only one rule to keep in mind during this episode. Transportation is not only a way to get to your adventure, but a part of your adventure itself. If you keep that in mind and actually apply it, your experiences will be so much better. Now, my favorite method of transportation out there is a train. Especially in Europe, like they don't have clean, fast and efficient trains in America, sadly. And in Europe, you can get first class tickets for cheap. If you book ahead, you can even get it for the price of a last-minute booked economy. And also a big plus of trains is you can get from city center to city center. The biggest criticism of trains is that it takes too long, but with a plane, you have to do an inordinate amount of waiting. First, you have to get from the city center to the airport, which can take 30-40 minutes. Then you have to check in, then you have to do baggage drop, then you have to get to the gate an hour early. Oh, did I didn't mention security, which can be like forever. And then you have to get on the flight, then you have to land and walk out of the airport. You, God forbid you're going through passport control and then get to the city center. It's very convoluted and actually can take quite a long time. But with a train, you just get on the train and you just zip from city center to city center, even if it takes a longer time, it you can still be quite relaxed. My favorite train ride I've ever taken was from Edinburgh, Scotland to London, England. It, we left Edinburgh in the early evening and we saw the Scottish lowlands from outside our train. The Scottish lowlands, they are f- big flat expanses of land with rolling with a little rolling hill towards the beach and then a massive expanse of beach and those tiny waves just lapping onto the water and i can imagine scott scottish people like ancient scots scottish people just walking on it you know and then i crossed over into england and then the english north english countryside was amazing there were, there were these big rolling hills and we didn't see a beach, but the rolling hills with the tiny little sheep dotting the landscape, ruined castles and tiny little villages we zoomed by on the fast train. And this was the setting that we were on the train. I was just looking out of the window on the train and it was so beautiful. And I also played Uno with my family on this train while I was looking out. Uno with a view. I put down the card, put down the card, Uno, yay, I win. But as I pulled into King's Cross at night, a beautiful train ride was behind us. Three beautiful days in Scotland were also behind us and I felt so happy. And do you see why my favorite is method of transportation is train? Moving on to another beautiful way of travel, we are going to say about, we're gonna talk about ferries. Now, in Istanbul, a city on the water, it has a great ferry system. But unfortunately, we were exhausted because the ferry people were giving us a miserable time. We were just trying to get on a ferry to go to an Anatolian fishing village for lunch. 
we waited at least 55 minutes and finally Cancel led us on the ferry and we were incredibly exhausted and grumpy and we were not aware of the beauty of the city of Istanbul surrounding us. This was not a joyride. This was just to go to this traditional Turkish village. And this is actually how people get around. Some cities just use ferries as a part of their public transportation. That's what I'm trying to say, I guess. Now, being a transportation geek has not been a new thing for me. It's been in me for 10 years. So that was back in 2010. Back in 2010, I was in New York City for the first time, and I took a walk across the Brooklyn Bridge. Okay, I'm closing my eyes. I'm thinking about the Brooklyn Bridge. All right. I see row by row of dark brown wood just stretching into the far distance to two gothic arches. The suspension cables are like wedges of watermelon except not green and red and there are wires just running all along it. I see the another some more orange light spilling onto the bridge itself and the beautiful East River below. I see the occasional ferry boat. Hey, ferry boat. And then I walked across this as at three years old. I stumbled across the Brooklyn Bridge and I started to like New York. And then in Manhattan, we decided to take an A-train back to Brooklyn. And it was the old type A-trains, the ones that shake you from side to side. Ga 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 I got thrown. Ga 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 I was shaking. I... I inhaled the metro air, and to me it smelled divine. I, I looked at the whole subway tiles, at the whole all the metro stations and the beautiful art inside, with with tiles, and I found that even more amazing. And when I got back to Brooklyn, that is when I fell in love with New York City, and of course metro systems, which is more relevant to this episode. Now, as you can see how I told you that I love metros and I of course love to peruse metro maps in following with the transportation geek theme. And the more intricate the metro system of a city, the better. New York City, check. Paris, love it. London, nailed it. I mean, not to make it seem like I'm bragging, but I became so good at leading my family around on the metro that I became the official family transportation leader. And I was only the kid. I was only 10 years old. And I became the official family transportation leader. Oof, I'm getting tired talking about transportation. So let me take a break. Oof. Dasha Marawi here, and I would just like to ask you a small little favor. If you don't mind, would you please write in your thoughts about the podcast? What did I miss? What did I mess up on? What can I do better? What would you like to see on the podcast? Please write in today for a better Globetrotters tomorrow. Thank you so much. This is Globe Shoes. All right, so where were we? That was a good break. Right, at the Metro. We're just wrapping up the Metro. 
The Metro obviously has a few key disadvantages. For one, uh, you can't see the city at ground level. You're buried underneath. Kind of sad. And you can't really stop anywhere you want and interact with the local people. And the best method for doing these three things is to walk with your own two feet. And there will be a few surprises when you walk, when you just go walking someplace, but surprises are for another episode. Now I would like to describe to you my favorite walk that I ever took in Rome. Now it took us four days to shake off jet lag in Rome and we just went out for a walk. We turned off, left off our main street and into Monte. Monte was when you think Rome, just you just imagine Monte, the beautiful old buildings in a tangled row with the piazzas that hold a little fountain and a cafe place and a gelato. Yeah, that's Monte. Rione e Monte on Google Maps. And me and my mother just got a gelato and we walked up back to our apartment and we're like, man, I love Rome. And that falling in love with Rome really just touched me. And that walk in Rome, just going out and walking and discovering stuff, it has led us without fail to go out and just walk whatever city we go into. And yes, as I said, those surprises that we found when we walked in these cities are completely for another episode, which is going to be quite exciting. But we have talked about pretty typical methods of transportation. So I'm just going to move for a little bit into the atypical. So in Idra, which is a Greek island, which is typical and not typical at the same time. It's typical as in inlaid cobble, a whitewashed town behind barren mountains. But it's atypical as it is not busy year round and it's car free. And instead of using the car to haul up your luggage to your far hotel, you use a mule. You strap your luggage to a mule and you just go. But of course they give rides to tourists. So we, we paid the guy, the gentleman, excuse me, we got on and he took me around. I felt as if I was the Lord of Idra and I couldn't even imagine townspeople throwing roses at my feet. But unfortunately the townspeople were like, oh, just another tourist. And actually, I wonder that if there is such a thing as Moober, Mule Uber, like to take people around the island. <laughs> but going on that mule was a nice little pick-me-up. A little thing that is not a pick-me-up was going on a kerosene plane in the Bahamas. So in Bahamas, we had landed an airliner, a regular airliner at Nassau, but I had never been on a kerosene plane to go to our next island, Eleuthera. And to get to these smaller islands like uh, Exuma and Eleuthera and Abaco, you have to either take a boat, which they're not money boats, or just go on these budget airlines that fly kerosene planes. And I thought the kerosene was quite noxious and, was, and the uh, propellers were super loud. And I had to take like a 30 minute flight on pineapple air. And it was, and as I left Nassau, it was like a Google Earth view of Nassau. And if I squinted hard enough, I could see dolphins, or maybe that was my eyes playing tricks on me. My mother was prodding and joking with the pilot, like, hey, how are you doing? Is this your first time flying? The whole experience was quite intriguing. I hope you've enjoyed our, our look at transport. 
Transport can be either a way to get there or to way to get there and have a kick out of it. It can be a way to just zonk out and watch movies. That's okay sometimes. Or a way to meet interesting people or for later episodes. And at the end of the day, listeners, it is up to you which way you choose. Thank you so much. You can unlace your globe shoes and I will see you next time.